following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Street Sports today on this Tuesday. Coming up, we'll chat with Blue Raider Network Chip Walters. Also, from the Athletic, David Ubbin will be joining us. Plus, Top 5 Tuesday and so much more. We take you now to the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton. Here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Welcome back we are back for day two of this week almost two down three to go we got we got a lot going on this week man it is one of one of if not the busiest week of the year this week is busier for us than even out well outside of maybe spring flink and it's about it and it could be worse it could be so uh, this is a this is a big week for us and we, we get a lot done in the world of high school sports for our normal job main street murray mainstreetpreps.com so plenty of information out there you can you can check out our work we worked really hard last night to get in some some stories into this week's paper so it was a lot of fun too we'll get into what uh, those the outcomes of those games here in just a moment but a great show as you heard from JP talking about all the the two great guests we have obviously Chip Walters every Tuesday is always a great time uh, but David Ubbin to talk about the name image likeness story that he has on the athletic really excited about that uh, it is a big day for spring football spring pro football Big announcement from the XFL yesterday. The USFL draft is tonight. We'll talk a little bit about those two things. Then we've got a hodgepodge segment that just kind of, we're going to throw a bunch of stuff at you. And of course, it's Top 5 Tuesday. Where we'll, Today we'll give you the top five, speaking of innovations in pro football, we'll tell you what things we might change about pro football. So, should be a lot of fun. Let's dive right in. Short Short rundown today. It's Monday schedule, and I don't know if I wrote Tuesday or if I meant to write Monday. No, no, no. I I wrote Tuesday. Oh, it's Monday. It is Monday. Monday's results. Tuesday schedule. Um, Yeah, I'm used to having to fix things on you. So (laughs) that that particularly. Yeah. Because that's the one thing that I just don't even so care about. You, I don't know, what you, day is it? I don't know. Eventually, you start fixing things that ain't broke. So, yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, yesterday's results, today's schedule, all of that on today's rundown. This is The Rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners. IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners. Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. In District 10-1A Boys Basketball Tournament Action last night, the consolation game, 
Kalioka fell to Wayne County, host Wayne County, 48-38. In the championship, it was Richland all over Santa Fe, 66-46. In girls basketball action, the District 8-3A tournament finished up over at Tullahoma. In the consolations, Page, surprisingly, in the consolations, took care of business against host Tullahoma with a 48-34 victory in the championship the County Cats fell to Lincoln County, 48-45. In 2A play, District 10, Constellation, Giles County, <laughs> man, 60, Lewis County, 27. Tough night. And let me just tell you, it was every bit as bad as that sounds. But yeah. <laughs> and how about this one? The 10-2A championship, Loretto has to come from behind. They were losing at halftime, down 10 at the end of the first quarter, losing at halftime. Were they down at the end of the third? No, no, no. They finally <laughs> – they, they did get ahead at the end of the third. Yeah. And then um, defeated Summertown 53-45 in the district championship. Uh, in men's action last night on, uh, in the NCAA, it was Middle Tennessee State 77, UTEP 59. Tonight's – Boys basketball action back out at Mount Pleasant, the 10-2A tournament consolation. All I had to do on this was change girls to boys. There you go. <laughs> the boys consolation game is Giles County and Lewis County at six, followed by the boys championship game, Summertown versus Tulla, um, Summertown versus Loretta. Long night, late night, I'm tired. Me too. Yeah. Summertown, Loretta, 7-30. 8-3A. Boys Consolation, Lawrence County, Tullahoma, County Cats, 6 o'clock. City Cats. Yeah, exactly. And the championship is Page and Lincoln County at 7.30. In men's action tonight, 17th-ranked Tennessee is at Missouri against their former coach. It's a 6 p.m. tip on SEC Network. And following that, at Memorial, the 24th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, who have struggled on the road all year long. Can the Commodores do it? 8 o'clock tip, SEC Network. In NHL action, the Nashville Predators are at the Florida Panthers. It's a 6 p.m. puck drop on Bally Sports South, and that's going to do it. Today's rundown. Which Alabama team do we get tonight? Probably, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Vanderbilt's defense is really good, and – they can force you into tough shots. And if that's the case, Vanderbilt has a chance to win this game, especially on 2 2 2 2 2 Tuesday. <laughs> and their best player is number two. Number two, <laughs> Scotty Pippen, the second. <laughs> Deuces are wild at Memorial tonight. Yeah. Hmm. So okay. here we go. Um, top story today. Opening tip. Is, uh, yeah. It is the opening tip, and we go just down the road here, but also yeah. farther east into uh, Big Orange Country. Former Columbia State Charger, Mickey Deerstone. That was news to some people around here. It's interesting. Played in 72 and 73, apparently, for... That's awesome. For the great Jim, um, Jim Painter. So, um, stepping aside as the voice of Lady Vols basketball and I assume softball as well. Yeah. 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 
So it, um, it, it the release said at the conclusion of the basketball season, right? Um, I do believe it said the twenty. It said twenty twenty. Following the conclusion of the current twenty twenty one twenty two so season, s- so that would lead me to believe he's not going to do softball this spring. Well, or maybe he's not been doing softball. I know he, he did wasn't. softball at one time, but um. Yeah, called his first Lady Vols game in 1991, filling in when then Lady Vols play-by-play announcer Bob Kessling had regional TV broadcasting conflicts. Substituted part-time in the role for eight years, doing more games in later years. When Kessling was named UT's director of athletic broadcasting and assumed radio play-by-play duties for UT football and men's basketball in 99, Deerstone took over the Lady Vols position full-time. So, when you hear the voice of Mickey Deerstone, you immediately think of Lady Vols basketball, said Steve Early, general manager of Learfield slash Vol Network. His voice is synonymous with championships and great moments in our history, and that is indeed the case. During his time as the voice, called five Lady Vols national championship seasons, 10 Final Fours, 17 Elite Eights, 25 NCAA tournaments, 12 SEC regular season championships and 11 SEC tournament championships. He was, in fact, the voice of the softball team from 05 to 2012. Okay. Where he called five College World Series appearances, including a runner-up finish in 07. And also, of course, he was the Pat Summit, Holly Warlick, and Kelly Harper TV show host. So, man, what a great day. Longtime popular on-air personality, WIVK and WNML, the sports animal. In Knoxville, worked for Cumulus in, for 36 years in a long stint as a program director and drive-time morning show host on The Animals. And so. what threw me was he's from Greenville. So how just did he outside get here? Of, so how did he get here? I don't know, but we were talking about him at some point, and someone pointed that out, and I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> but I did confirm it earlier today when I heard this because I wanted to try to localize this as That's best cool. we can. We, so We'll just run this release in the paper next time. Right? Why not? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, Well, speaking of voices, we have one on the other side. We need to get to him because he's got a hard out at 2.30, so we got to get to him quickly. The voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, joins us next. Stick here on Main Street Sports Today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in. It is 2222 Tuesday here on Main Street Sports Today with Chris Yao Mopat and JP Plant. And we are getting ready to talk about the Blue Raiders of MTSU who got a big win on the hardwood last night in a makeup game against Texas El Paso. Got some schedule news and more, so let's go ahead and get into it and bring in the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on, man? Well, I'm, I'm excited to be on, and hopefully we'll be on here for about, oh, six more, at least six more minutes, so I can be on the air at 2.22 on 2. 22-22. Good idea. We think we can keep you around for at least six minutes, Chip. <laughs> well, good deal. What's happening, boys? Well, you tell us. As, as Chris alluded to, big night last night on the hardwood for the um, for the Blue Raiders. You know, it was. And, you know, 15th straight home win. And middle gets to 20 wins on the year. Eleven and three in the league, uh, and I, I was—I'll I'll be honest—I was a little concerned uh, last night, just you know, simply because playing your third game in five days. But so was uh, so was UTEP. They've got a couple of guys who are very good scores, and uh, uh, and one of them is uh, Eric Bieniemy's uh, nephew, and uh, and. Uh, and he uh, and the Raiders kind of he, he'd been averaging about 18 a game in conference and he was held to seven last night but Sule Boom uh, who uh, was the conference leading going into last night conference leading score didn't hurt himself he he ended up with 24 uh, middle's bench was incredible last night and um, I, don't, I don't know if you're aware of the new I guess a couple of years ago when they changed over from stat crew to the new uh, genius system that everybody has to use now in the NCAA, one of the new things that they added was the hockey plus minus uh, stat. So everybody knows 
what your every, every you can look on the stat sheet and what that means is how did your team fare while you were in the game? Did your team gain points or did it lose points? And it shows because every, everything is electronic now and they know to the second when you went in the game and come out and all that. Well, last night, three guys off the bench were the three leaders in the plus-minus category. Cam Weston was a plus-24. So middle outscored UTEP by 24 while he was in the game. Christian Fussell was plus-23, and T. Leonard was plus-20. And that was a bigger number than any starter last night. So uh, it, it was just—it's just a uh, you know another tool of measuring. Um, and a lot of times, coaches look at it. I know Coach McDevitt's talked about it. It kind of gives us an idea, you know, who are good combinations to have, and and you know if somebody's struggling, you know, you know who do you need to get off the floor, things like that. And and and, and they they were able to use it. So now. You turn yourself around, and you've got two more big home games to wrap up the home season this week. Marshall comes in on Thursday, and then Saturday at 6 o'clock, Western Kentucky is here, and it'll be senior day for Donovan Sims and Josh Jefferson, uh, and and, and just obviously a big game, a chance to sweep Western and uh, and send this team off – for the final week of the regular season to Charlotte and Old Dominion. Hopefully, uh, you know, if they can get a couple of wins, they could be right on the doorstep of, of uh, claiming the Eastern Division title. Chip, going back to your plus-minus just a second, having worked game day stats for a period of time while I was a student at MTSU, I am so glad nobody decided to have that then but uh, that's um some pretty some pretty pretty good knowledge to have there i'm sure from a from a coaching standpoint and and from a fan standpoint as well so that's that's good stuff um as you said home games coming up against marshall and against western and um with the win last night over utep mtsu's men remain unbeaten at the glass house and Certainly been a big part of this twenty and seven season to this point. Oh, absolutely, and uh, you know they this team was kind of interesting. Last year, the only two games where fans were allowed were the last two. Middle won those. Then they this year got. I thought the coaching staff did a, a terrific job scheduling uh, in in how they built the schedule from the front to the to the end of December, uh, and, and getting tougher. And, and so, you know, it was, it'll, it allowed this team to kind of grow and find itself. And, and then they started playing and got in the conference race and, and, uh, got themselves after an 0 and 2 start, they're now 11 and 3. So they've won 11 out of their last 12. Uh, the only loss thrown in there was at UAB since the first two. And, um, and, and, you know, the crowds have gotten bigger and better. And last night, it was, I mean, it was raucous in there last night in particular because there were a couple of, I'll just say weak, there were a couple of weak technicals uh, thrown out. Uh, uh, one uh, was early on Coach McDevitt, uh, and uh, he, uh, he and Tony Padilla did not see eye to eye. And then later on on a play where, 
T. Leonard blocks a shot on one end uh, and and beats everybody down the floor and gets an alley oop dunk. Apparently, one of the the moves now by people who can dunk, which I have no knowledge of, <laughs> is that they, they they tap the top of their head. Well, that's supposed to now be an automatic technical foul. Well, T who has 36 dunks on the year, tapped the top of his head and got popped. And and uh, Coach McKevitt used that opportunity to rev the crowd up, and that uh, broke open what at the time was a, a pretty close game. So uh, it, was, uh, it, it was a great home atmosphere, and, and you would only expect it to get better. And that was for a makeup date. So the students have been coming out in big numbers Thursday night with Marshall and then uh, and then with with Western, you would expect to close out the home season with with really good crowds and a lot of excitement. If you're going to that Western game, make sure you wear your blue. It is a blue out. Well, if you're one of the first five hundred yes, fans, a, you, if you don't you're one of the five hundred, you get a T-shirt that is blue. So if it's you, if it's close to your size, there you, you can go. Wear it. There you go. Oh, by the way, I think we just passed two twenty two on two twenty two twenty two. So. Yeah. I, I've tried to. I, so, I, I tried to get that in on two twenty two, but Chris okay. was talking. So, um, visiting with Chip Walters here on Main Street Sports today, and Chip, as we know, if the men are at home on Thursday and Saturday, then the women are on the road. They're trying to get their twentieth win of the season as they go to Marshall on Thursday night and to Western on Saturday. Yep, and uh, that's exactly right. And and and. They have been dominating the, the player of the week and freshman of the week honors recently, playing really well. Uh, go to Marshall, as you mentioned, Thursday. Then Saturday, the, the women's game is at 2 o'clock in Bowling Green. The men's game is at 6 o'clock in, Mur- in Murfreesboro. So they could be so, back. Uh, and they, yeah, there are those who like to make both of those games, and, and the uh, schedule does leave that opportunity out mm. there. And, that's, uh, that's, and so that's not as easy as it sounds, I don't think, especially with Nashville traffic being what Nashville traffic is nowadays. Be careful. Well, I tell you, the, 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 the hardest part after going to Bowling Green uh, about a month ago is there's construction on the Tennessee side of the Kentucky line, and it's down to one lane. So uh, that, that's, that's the hard part about it, uh, especially on a, on a Saturday but uh, you've got that. You've got uh, we're in the overlap now. Baseball, uh, we're supposed to play today, but obviously that's not going to happen. And they're going to play at Belmont at, at uh, Rose Park tomorrow. And then uh, after opening against St. John's in Wilmington this past weekend, they travel to Conway, South Carolina, play at Coastal. Ironically, not playing against Coastal, but they're going to play Illinois, Ball State, and Rutgers on Friday, Saturday. Sunday uh, over there. So a lot of stuff happening. If you're playing at Conway, I'm not sure that you care who you're playing against. That's basically, correct. If you're that close to Myrtle Beach. want to give a quick shout out, though, to former Zion Christian standout Bridge, Briggs Rudder. The sophomore in this first four games is hitting 308, second on the team behind Fausto Lopez. So um, off to a pretty good start. Do you, do you know who's leading the softball team in yeah. average? Look of there, look of there for Slara Miller. Oh goodness, look of there, look of there, man, that's awesome. Um, so some area kids chipping in early for the Blue Raiders and the Lady Raiders. Chipping in, you got it. 
Yep, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, we got Spring Hill products. So we've got Zion. We've got, uh, you know, got a lot of folks involved there. But, uh, and so it's busy, busy time, but uh, a lot of fun right now. And we want to see both these basketball teams finish strong going into the tournament, which will start, I guess, two weeks from today, actually, the opening rounds uh, in, uh, in Frisco. Uh, and at the Cowboys facility there at the star. You, um, as you mentioned, all of the local products you, you, um, left for me, Columbia central products, sophomore Jaden ham is one and O oh in two appearances, six and a third innings, nine strikeouts. Yep. That dog will hunt. There you go. He's going to be, he's going to be phenomenal for you guys as long as you can keep him. So that's right. That's right. Well, he's got he, now that he, he's here. He's got at least uh, we got to get him. We get him for three years. So exactly. hope that works out. He's he has been, he's been he's been outstanding. You're right. Great kid. Really enjoy him. Um, Chip Walters, voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Chip, we know you got a hard out, so we're gonna get you out, man. Appreciate your time. Thank you, boys, and we'll uh, talk next week. And uh, and I, I may. Uh, I gotta. I will have to check out. I gotta see what my flight times are because we are flying out on Tuesday next week, going to Charlotte. Uh, so uh, I, I need to see whether I'm going to be on the ground yet or not when this uh, time comes. But I'll be letting JP know. Do that. Do that. We appreciate it. All right. Chip will be on the air tonight. The 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 men's show that the. the the radio mm-hmm. shows, the coaches' shows are tonight because of last night's that makes basketball games. So I assume that the women's is the women's show tonight are. as well. Yes, okay. both, so, both shows will be tonight. So if you're because looking I'm, for I'm, those, I'm sure Rick Ensel is always a treat on the radio. Oh, there's no question that that, that would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Just that that's got to be worth listening. Absolutely. To. All right, when we come back is our hodgepodge segment so plenty to get to we're just going to kind of run through this this one will be kind of like uh part of the interruption where we just <laughs> roll through the things so sort of like but not really yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha we'll be back on main street sports today after this Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. 
Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. High school sports is not all we do. But it's what we do. But it's what we do. So let's start this hodgepodge segment on 2222 Tuesday. With a little... (laughs) Surprise! We talked. I, I just hope you're getting all the twos in. All of them. Okay. We're, we're done. Just make After sure today. Just, so yeah. I wonder if they, uh, you know, if they were thinking about us when, you know, on having a Tuesday fall on two, 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 two. I wonder if it did. It probably didn't in the 1900s. So, of course, back then they were using all four numbers for dates. I bet you right. a lot more than we do. <laughs> Because uh, we're lazy. <laughs> Let's be honest. There we go. There we <laughs> That's go. why my name is Chris and not Christopher. Because I'm lazy and didn't want to write the other five letters. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to let you take that up with Chuck. <laughs> oh, and he was angry with me in second grade when I started it. I know. Um, Green Hill, girls basketball. We talked with Zach Womble yesterday about that that District 9 mm-hmm. girls cross region with his District 10 Girls from from which Gallatin defeated Beach last night in uh, in District Ten. Mm-hmm. Green Hill takes down previously unbeaten Cookville with a three pointer to win twenty nine twenty eight. The girl scored more than ten percent of her point of her team's points on one shot on the game winner. <laughs> what I like about this is. While we were talking to Zach yesterday, he let us all know where he stood on the shot clock. And because Zach was so, so verbose during our segment with him, I didn't really get a chance to respond. This is why I don't like the don't like, don't want the shot clock at the high school level. Yeah, because Green Hill probably held the ball a lot longer than than they normally would on offense, and they got good shots. And they were able to keep Cookville from scoring quickly and give yourself a chance to win at the end of the game. And that's what it's all about, giving yourself a chance to win. And if that's the style of play that you need to play to give yourself a chance to win, and you can play it, why should you be penalized for it, especially at the high school level? Yeah, we've talked about basically you know, you're at the mercy of the talent you have. You can't go get talent. No. At the public high school level, anyway. And and for those that don't want to play against a team that's slowing it down, get out and play defense. You can force them. So, so anyway. I, congratulations to Green Hill. That's a huge victory for them and for that program in, what, its second year? Yeah. 
That's so. that's pretty impressive. Um, moving on, Juwan Howard learned his fate yesterday. A five-game suspension without pay, $40,000 fine. Now, it was the university who, who, who gave him the without pay okay. suspension. It was the Big Ten. Who that, dished out the fine. Okay. So he's been suspended for five games without pay by the university, and he's been fined forty thousand dollars by the Big Ten. Yeah, it's about two hundred grand. Okay, all right. And meanwhile, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard, for his minuscule part in this whole situation, I hope you can pick up the sarcasm there, was fined ten thousand dollars and will continue to coach his team. Now, this five-game suspension, is that just game day? Can he continue to coach in practice? Do we know? I think so. And here, here's the – basically, it's the final five games of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's their last five regular season games. Right. So, yeah. he'll be able to come back and for, coach game for the, day. I assume that he's probably able to, to coach during – I don't see why he wouldn't. But if it's without pay, it could be five games. He's He's out until – Basically two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, in and of itself, I don't necessarily have an issue with a five-game suspension. I mean, there's no way around the fact that he should not have taken a swing at anybody. 100%. Period. I mean, for too many reasons, you can't do that. Full stop. And so with that said, I don't want to use the word but. What I want to say is Jawan Howard was not and is not the only reason that what took place Sunday took place. And for other parties to have not been any more. Held accountable? Yes, than they were. I have an issue with. Including the person who got swiped at because he deserved to get swiped at. Because he put himself someplace he had absolutely no business being. I've just got a question. Uh, It's an interesting thought, Mo. And, you know, when you get to divvying out, quote, punishment, if you will, in varying ways, what do you think should, what what do you think is more level for, for this situation from your perspective? I think if Jawan Howard was going to be suspended for five games for taking a swing at somebody, because I'm not going to say punch, if Jawan Howard was going to be suspended for five games for that, then Greg Gard should have been suspended at least one game for putting his hands on Jawan Howard. And the assistant probably should have been suspended as well for escalating the situation by coming in and making contact with a Michigan player. That's where it gets crazy. Is why no punishment for the guy who had he not put himself in that situation. Jawan Howard doesn't We're, take a swing at him. Doesn't swing at him, and he put his hands on a an opposing team's player. player. Which I mean, as if I'm a coach and I, continue I to push through the pile. If 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 you put your hands on one of my players, you're probably going to make me more upset than if you put your hands on me. That's right. So, 
Because I've gone into these players' families' homes and told their mamas and daddies that I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to protect your your child. So I agree with you, hundred percent. Yes, at least a one game suspension for guard would have been Suf- not sufficient, but certainly would have it would have been a good faith effort on the part of the Big Ten. I think. And yet, there you go. <laughs> um. Uh, Before we get into this next one, I want to mention that uh, ESPN announced today they have sold out their inventory for the Women's College Basketball Tournament. Their advertising? All of their advertising inventory has been sold. That is pretty impressive. Well, and it's pretty impressive, and it should. I hope it sends a message to the NCAA, because if you recall all of the inequities that that were unearthed last year between the men's tournament and the women's tournament Mm -hmm. and how business was being conducted for both of those. Hopefully folks will realize that there's interest in this. And even if there's not, I mean, that's not a reason to treat some student athletes different from others. That that's excellent news, and and coming on the heels too of the uh, the USA women's soccer uh, program and team, you know the the ruling that came down um, that equal pay is gonna is is coming. There there could be some more appeals, but you know how the legal system works. But I'm curious, uh, Chris, if it mentions what the advertising was in previous years, if it has grown, or or because you know, now that there is some light on, you know, the two tournaments, hey, it's always been sold out. It could have always been sold out. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it was sold out necessarily, but they made a big deal about it. They should. That's a that is a big deal. Yeah. So I think well, that, especially if it wasn't sold out previously. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think they would have made. I don't think they would have written an article about it. If it weren't unusual, I think you're accurate. That on makes that. Yeah. that makes sense. So, or maybe it was maybe it's just really early for it to have been sold out. I, I'm not sure. I did not read that far into it, but I thought it was interesting news. Um, finally, we neglected yesterday to react to the uh, to to the news that Brian Flores has found a job in the National Football League. So that's unfortunate news for the XFL. <laughs> But no, seriously, Brian Flores is going to be a, a, what do they call it? A special assistant and coach linebackers? Something like that. Associate. I don't remember. Associate. Associate head coach? Was that Perhaps. And, and he will coach linebackers for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which obviously <laughs> one of. Senior defensive assistant slash him. linebackers coach. I mean, that's. That's great for Pittsburgh. It's uh, they they got a steal. It's fantastic for Pittsburgh. Yeah, they they got a steal. Hey, it's it's Andrew the Earl. Andrew the Earl. Speaking of the NA, we talk about the NFL and for thirteen he seconds, and, and he shows he up at the door. It's like it's like saying it's like saying uh, what is into the mirror five times or whatever. I don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Fetal. <laughs> Something like that. So yeah, uh, I just thought that was interesting and. Uh, Good, good for the Steelers again. That that's going to be good for them. So, anyway, real quick, um, Rick Bozich, friend of the show, out of um, 
WDRB TV in Louisville has a piece up on their website. Don't let Jawan Howard, Michigan, Wisconsin, dust up in post-game handshakes. I've not read all of it, but I think that's exactly. Certainly, if I'm Jawan Howard, that's what happens. My teams don't shake hands anymore. Sorry. And don't blame them. You, you just wave kind of like the, the ladies do. See ya. Yep. We're, we're not doing this anymore. All right. Let's take a quick break. It is halftime, so – we got to take a break here for halftime, and when we come back in the second hour, it is XFL USFL news, and we'll talk to David Ubbin of the of the Athletic and his top five Tuesday. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today comes back after this.